Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This morning, the countdown is on. New South Wales hits a major vaccine milestone. Now just days to go until freedom. COVID emergency, child cancer patients forced into isolation in Melbourne. Bombshell claims Daniel Andrews faces calls to stand down with a report linking him to a corruption probe. And flight record, stranded Aussies brought home on the longest commercial flight in Qantas history. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. New South Wales has hit the magic 70% double-dose vaccination target with just days to go until the long-awaited Freedom Day. From Monday, some of the state's harshest restrictions will be lifted, allowing new freedoms for those with two vaccine doses. Cafes, restaurants and gyms will reopen while households can have five visitors. The five-kilometre rule for travel will also be scrapped. The new leader of New South Wales is looking at making changes to the Freedom Roadmap ahead of Monday. Crisis Cabinet met overnight to discuss the changes. Premier Dominic Perrottet wants rules on indoor mask wearing to be relaxed earlier and students brought back sooner. The state's daily COVID update could also be brought forward to 9am. The cancer ward in Melbourne's Royal Children's Hospital has been locked down after a visit from a COVID-positive parent. The young cancer patients and their carers have been forced now into 14 days isolation. We can isolate patients uh, in those wards and we can then isolate their parents or their carers with them. Meanwhile, the state has eased border restrictions with New South Wales and the ACT. Extreme risk and red zone areas have been downgraded, allowing stranded residents to return home. Home quarantine for returning Queensland residents will be given a practice run. It's part of the state's plan to ease a massive backlog as tensions continue to escalate at the border. A trial will start next week with 1,000 spots up for grabs. The move follows a successful home quarantine trial of children returning from interstate. Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews is rejecting calls for his resignation over bombshell reports linking him to a corruption probe. It's understood the inquiry is looking into his role in a deal between the state government and the firefighters union. The Premier denies any wrongdoing. I behave appropriately at all times and I'm focused always on doing what is the appropriate thing to do. The Commission has not publicly confirmed the reports. 
it could soon become even more difficult for first home buyers to enter the market after the nation's banking regulator announced tougher lending rules. APRA has increased the minimum interest rate buffer on home loan applications, seeing a potential borrowing decrease of 5%. APRA has made it clear this is the first change and that they are willing to make more changes. Economists say the move is still unlikely to make house prices fall. Tensions have boiled over in South Australia after a COVID-positive woman's car was set alight by vigilantes. The mother of four's vehicle was torched just days after her infection sparked new restrictions for Mount Gambia. The woman allegedly misled authorities about her movements before and after she was infected in Victoria. A COVID repatriation flight has landed in Darwin from Buenos Aires overnight, setting a new record for the longest commercial flight ever operated by Qantas. 115 passengers and crew were in the air for nearly 18 hours. Stranded Australians from all over South America scrambled to get to Argentina's capital for the flight. The route home travelled over the South Pole and had a spectacular glimpse of Antarctica below. Fresh complaints have been raised about a toxic culture in women's football following allegations of bullying and sexual harassment. In a series of letters, former Matilda Renee Isarif says the peak body failed to investigate claims of fat shaming and abuse. Football Australia will now conduct an independent review. Gang rapist Mohamed Scaff has had his first night of freedom after being released from Sydney's Long Bay Jail on parole. He served 21 years for a series of chilling attacks on schoolgirls. The 38-year-old is being electronically tracked 24-7, is banned from certain suburbs, unable to contact victims and required to undergo counselling. He will be uh, monitored to within an inch of his life. If he so much as kicks a cat, he'll be back in jail. Scaff was paroled to live at his parents' home in Sydney's West. The Porsche driver who filmed four police officers as they died on the side of the road is suffering post-traumatic stress, according to his lawyer. Pusey's barrister told a court hearing he needs ongoing treatment for witnessing the awful scenes of the Eastern Freeway tragedy. Pusey was arrested on stalking charges three weeks after being released from prison. He'll be back in court next week. Supermarket giant Coles is ending its in-house butcher service on Sunday. From now on, there will only be pre-packaged meat on sale. Coles butchers and meat workers will be redeployed or made redundant across the country. The union says more than 1,500 people are affected and many of the redeployment offers were substandard. Unions are preparing to launch a major campaign against businesses that mistreat workers as we begin to emerge from the pandemic. Protests, social media campaigns and boycotts are all being discussed, but critics claim the move is chaotic. A union warning the end of lockdown will see the start of their ramp up. Turning up the heat on both employers and politicians Australians have had enough. Campaigning against the casualisation of the workforce, targeting companies that have profited during the pandemic, demanding permanent jobs using all its weapons. Whether that be um, social media campaigning, whether that be protests, whether that be um, consumer action. Families are split, loved ones are in hospital and the union movement's response to that is disorder, chaos. Are you kidding me? 
believing thousands of job vacancies will be filled once lockdowns and COVID disaster payments end. As soon as we can get those borders opening, uh, the better for the national economy. The union's campaign isn't just post-pandemic, it's also pre-election, attacking the Morrison government's record and pressuring Labor for jobs reform if it wins. We need to provide ongoing support whilst this industry gets back on its feet. As travel agents get a leg up, $10,000 per shop front in additional support. Little comfort though for those trying to keep tourist attractions on the road. This is an industry that aren't getting visitors. Hit by the pandemic bus. Mark Riley, 7 News. A terrifying encounter has been caught on camera in Sydney's southwest, showing a victim being stalked and harassed in broad daylight. But the attacker wasn't human, instead an angry magpie swooping unsuspecting locals. Tuesday, 1.22, security cameras capture a brazen breach of the peace. The victim drops his phone, a costly mistake. The path back to it, treacherous, his attacker persistent. A quick scoop, another swoop. It's fight or flight. The jogger chases cover, but the trees are useless. I, I thought it was hilarious, to be honest. Um, hate for it to happen to me. Marco installed the camera that caught the action. And the second round. 24 hours later, we spotted the culprit on the perimeter of the swooping fields. Was he stalking more victims? In short, yes. We've had eyes on the suspect now for a good half hour and what we've learned about his behaviour is that he doesn't seem too phased by people just walking by. It's only people who are running. Case and point, this woman tried to outrun it. Worse because you're entrenching in the magpie's mind that you are a threat. Marco's now got an offer for the man who made him grin. Oh mate, good on you for going back and getting your stuff and if we can track you down, we've got a $100 gift voucher for you. A bit of cash back to say thanks for the laugh at his expense. Tom Hartley, 7 News. A Gold Coast grandmother has dodged jail after a jury found her guilty of supplying cannabis to school children. During a two-day trial, former students said the woman would sell the drug from her home across the road from the school. She was handed a six-month good behaviour bond. So you still believe that you didn't supply? Of course I did not. Under any circumstances. The 62-year-old says she regrets letting the students into her house, but says she felt sorry for them. Checking finance now. The Dow Jones is down this morning. The Nasdaq is also lower. In London, the FTSE fell and Germany's DAX lost. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed lower. Hong Kong's Hang Seng fell. The All Lords finished lower, as did the ASX 200. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,763 US dollars an ounce. Oil, 77 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 72.55 US cents, 80, almost 81 Japanese yen, and $1.05 New Zealand. An English police officer has been issued a gross misconduct notice over their handling of this year's Plymouth shooting. Jake Davison shot and killed five people, including his mother, in the country's southwest in August before turning the gun on himself. It's understood a staff member returned Davison's confiscated shotgun licence to him weeks before the killings. 
La Palma's fiery eruption is continuing to bubble over with new drone vision capturing the mouth of the volcano. The cloud of smoke caused by the explosion was visible from space this week and scientists have started studying the phenomenon, grabbing rocks from inside the solidified lava streams as well as taking ocean water samples. NASA is gearing up to intentionally crash a spacecraft into an asteroid heading for Earth. It's all part of their initiative to defend our planet from hazardous objects. The mission is the first of its kind and will lift off in November, but it won't force the asteroid off its path until later next year. Scientists have uncovered the UK's oldest meat-eating dinosaur. It lived more than 200 million years ago, but it wasn't exactly a giant about the size of a chicken. It's over 200 million years old. So when you look at, for instance, something like a T-Rex, which, which lived around 66 million years ago, this is three times older. The bones were actually found in the 1950s, but were rediscovered in a drawer in London's Natural History Museum. The Queen has welcomed some special guests to Windsor Castle, with the Royal Regiment of the Canadian Artillery popping in for a visit. Her Majesty is actually the Captain General of the regiment, which is celebrating its 150th anniversary. The Queen assumed the top military job after her coronation in 1953. The parents of murdered American blogger Gabby Petito have opened up about the desperate attempt to find their daughter before her body was found. Let's go live to US correspondent David Woywood. Good morning, David. They think her boyfriend's family may have more information. Jody, good morning. Yes, Gabby Petito's parents say that it has been radio silence from a boyfriend Brian Laundrie's family uh, ever since Gabby went missing uh, last month. Uh, they spoke to Dr Phil yesterday and Petito's parents and step-parents say they reached out to Brian's family a number of times, texts and phone calls, but received no reply. A lawyer for the Laundrie family has given a no comment when pushed on these claims. Uh, police have said Brian Laundrie returned to the family's Florida home alone 10 days before before Gabby's body was found at a Wyoming campground. He has been on the run just about ever since, prompting suspicion from the Petitos that Brian Laundrie's family knows more than they are letting on. When you text someone that they're going to call the cops because you can't find your child, they would reply. Nothing. No response, no nothing. I do believe they know a lot more information than oh, yeah. putting yes. out there. So that manhunt for Brian Laundry rolls on two and a half weeks now and counting. He is, of course, the number one suspect in Gabby's murder, the last to have officially seen her alive. Uh, police investigating numerous tip-offs from people who have claimed uh, that they have seen Brian Laundry over the past few days, including one man who claims that he has spoken to Brian Laundry. Jody, Very sad. OK, thanks, David. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. In sport, NRL legend Benji Marshall has called time on his career after 346 games over 19 seasons. In front of family and his Rabbitohs teammates on the Gold Coast, the 36-year-old made an emotional farewell to the game that's been his life. Marshall will now move into the media. Kangaroos winger Josh Adokar has shown off his new Bulldogs kit for the first time since moving to Belmore from the Storm.
Unwanted St Kilda midfielder Luke Dunstan has joined AFL Premier's Melbourne as a free agent. Young Bulldog Patrick Lipinski has revealed he wants a move to Collingwood for more opportunity. Lipinski played only 10, 11 games for the Dogs this season. And retired Blues champion Eddie Betts has joined Geelong in a development role. Our women's cricketers play the first of their three T20 matches against India on the Gold Coast tonight, live on seven. At 38 years old and still part of Australia's T20 World Cup squad, Dan Christian has shown he's still got it for Bangalore in the IPL. Oh, he did back hard. No, he's not got it, he has. It was hit so hard that survival might have been a virtue. Christian took two wickets against Hyderabad. Glenn Maxwell continued his hot streak, hitting a rapid-fire 40 as Bangalore went down by four runs. One of the favourites for the Everest, Chris Waller's nature strip, looked to have plenty in reserve in his final serious hit-out before the $15 million sprint. Nature strip was shaded by stablemate Home Affairs in a 900-metre exhibition jump out at Rose Hill. Home Affairs is set to be confirmed as an Everest runner this week, while nature strips vying for favouritism with last year's winner, Classic Legend. You'll see the Everest here on Seven on Saturday week. A Brazilian footballer has been charged with attempted murder after a sickening attack on the referee in the middle of a match. After having a foul given against him, William Ribeiro attacked the referee, kicking him in the head. Fortunately, the referee didn't suffer serious injuries. Ribeiro was also sacked by his team, Sport Club Sao Paulo. Aussie pop sensation Kylie Minogue has released a new single... A Second to Midnight is one of three brand new tracks that will feature on the re-release of her chart-topping album Disco. It comes amid reports the singer is planning to move back home to Melbourne after three decades of living in the UK. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a trough is causing showers over the Northern Territory, South Australia and Western Victoria, generally clear elsewhere. Around the capitals today, Brisbane is partly cloudy, heading for 28 degrees, Sydney 30 and mostly sunny, 21 and sunny in Canberra, Melbourne heading for 16 with early showers. Hobart atop of 14 showers, Adelaide partly cloudy atop of 17, Perth heading for 21 with late showers and 35 and mostly sunny in Darwin. And that's 7 early news for this Thursday the 7th of October.